Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. As many that are here today that are looking up to this kind of day, day that you will stand in his presence and dedicate your own child. I pray you receive it today in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Let somebody shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Amen. Let us pray. Our Father, we want to thank you in the name of Jesus for this opportunity, O oh Lord, you have given to hear from your throne of grace. Father, we pray that you speak to us in Jesus' name. Let your word come expressly. Let your word mix with our faith in the name of Jesus. My Father, by your mercy, treat us today. By your grace, in the name of Jesus, let there be a performance of your word in our lives. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Praise the Lord. Amen. Let somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Our God is good. Amen. Today we shall be looking at the word of God that encourages us to go deeper, not to remain on the surface not to remain shallow, but to have the full knowledge, to, to always want to know more. Praise the Lord. There were three disciples that were always with Jesus. Amen. But there is one, John, he was able to say more of uh, the heavenly nature of Jesus than the others. Because the Bible recorded that he is the one who always put his head on the chest of Jesus. That is, he's always very close. He's always very close. Let somebody shout hallelujah. That is what God is expecting from us as his children to know more about him not to remain on the fence. Uh, the topic says, no sitting on the fence. Praise the Lord. One danger of sitting on the fence is that, like it happened on the upper room, the one who sat on the window did what? Fell down and died. Thank God for the anointing of God that was present that day. That would have been his end of his life. Amen. What I'm trying to say here is, as children of God, we must, our yearning must be to know more, not to be satisfied with the level that we are. Praise the Lord. And in other words, not to stay in doubt, but to make up our mind concerning the things that we know, we have had, and we have been told, praise the Lord. Let us open our Bible to Joshua chapter 24, verse 15. 
Joshua 24, verse 15. If you refuse to serve the Lord, the, if you refuse to serve the Lord, then choose today whom you will serve. Would you prefer the gods of your ancestors served beyond the Euphrates, or will it be the gods of the Amorites in whose land you now live? But as for me and my family, we will serve the Lord. As for me and my family, make a decision. Because the way you are behaving, today you are, in the, you are with Baal, tomorrow you are with the Lord. You have to make up your mind whom you will serve. So that you don't be prostituting around with other gods. You have to make up your mind. That is the call. Praise the Lord. If your desire is towards the Lord, you have to make up your mind to go all out for him, not to remain on the surface. 1 Kings chapter 18 verse 21 says, 1 Kings chapter 18 verse 21. Then Elijah stood in front of them and said, How much longer will you waver? hobbling between two opinions. If the Lord is God, follow him. But if Baal is God, then follow him. But the people were completely silent. The reason being that what Elijah was saying is, was true, I mean, is true about them at that time. They were confused. So many we are following Baal. Some few we are following the Lord. Even that is bringing confusion to the extent that even those following the Lord do not really even know who they should follow. Praise the Lord. That was why thy silence was there. Let somebody shout hallelujah. In Genesis chapter 49, Genesis 49, verses 3 to 4. Verses 3 to 4. Reuben, you are my firstborn, my might, and the beginning of my strength, the excellency of dignity, and the excellency of power. Verse 4. Unstable as water, you shall not excel, because you went up to your father's bed, then you defiled it, he went up to my coach. What I want us to take here is unstable as water will not excel. Praise the Lord. If you stay on the fence, if you remain shallow, you are not deep into neither here nor there. This is what the Bible says, you are unstable. Praise the Lord. Amen. Then I want us to take this from Esther chapter 4, verse 16. Esther chapter 4, verse 16. Go gather all the Jews who are present in Shushan and fast for me. Neither eat nor drink for three days, night or day. My maids and I will fast likewise. And so...
I will go to the king, which is against the law. And if I perish, I perish. Praise the Lord. That is a decision. That is the kind of mind our God is expecting us to have towards him. I am for the Lord. Whatever happens to me there, let it be. I will neither look here nor here. I will never think of what is happening behind. I have taken a tool to face the front, and there I will go. Praise the Lord. Not to sit on the friends. Let somebody shout hallelujah. It is often among us that we are neither here nor there because of so many things. Okay? By our association, by what our environment, you know, has made us to be. I was talking to someone yesterday and I told the person, look, we must be very, very careful to understand between what our environment has turned us to and what the scripture is actually leading us. Praise the Lord. That is why you find when that balance is struck, we are able to understand this is the limitation of the environment and this is what the word of God says. There is a lot of struggle. There is always a lot of struggle. Praise the Lord. We must understand it and we must go for it. Let somebody shout hallelujah. Most, of, most people want to stay on the fence because they want to see what is happening on both sides. It is only the one that is at the door that can see what is happening outside and what is also happening inside. Praise the Lord. It's neither part of outside nor part of inside. And whoever is standing on the door is the one that is able to be carried away. Amen? By the happening that is on the other side because he's fully aware. Because the grip of the inside is not so much strong on him, he can easily be dragged out. And the Bible says, he that breaks the edge, the serpent will bite. Praise the Lord. When you say edge, edge is a fence. Okay? For you to break the edge, you must be very close to it. You must be close to it. Your peripheral operation must be around there. That is why you are able to break it. Let somebody shout hallelujah. God is calling us to be deep in him. To be deep in him. To the essence that what the outside world or your environment is teaching will not be able to convince you. Praise the Lord. Today we are able to easily yield to what the environment is doing because we are not deep into the Lord. We are not deep into the understanding. We are not deep into the spiritual ability we are supposed to enjoy in the Lord. That is why easy things, things that are not strong enough, things that are even weak spiritually, is able to sweep us away because our depth is shallow. 
Praise the Lord. God is calling us. The calling of the Lord is that we be deep in Him. We go deep in Him. Understand Him the more. Praise the Lord. The more you know the Lord, the more you want to stay with Him. Enoch walked with the Lord. And the Bible says, Enoch was not. Enoch was not, because he walked with the Lord. You know, there is this popular uh, saying we use, you know, to encourage ourselves that Enoch walked with the Lord to the extent that the Lord could no longer have Enoch to be outside his presence even for a second. So he decided to take him. He decided to take him. That is to say, God always go and come to see Enoch. God always come and see Enoch. But one day he said, no, I don't think this will continue. Let me take him so that he can come and live with me. Praise the Lord. What I'm trying to say here is that God is calling every one of us. Let us leave this shallow. Let us go deeper. Like the name of the church in Nigeria, Deeper Life in Christ. Let us go deeper. Let us understand. Let us go into the Lord and see what he wants for us. Praise the Lord. Amen. There are some of the reasons here why so many of us still remain at defense or still remain, want to be, still remain shallow in the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. See, most of the time, the children of God want to be accepted by the society and at the same time wants to be accepted by the church. Praise the Lord. Like we used to be told then, you don't need to be, you don't need to be a fanatic. That's what they used to call. You don't need to be a fanatic. Just go to church. They say prayers. You say amen. And that is all. You know, you don't, get, you don't need to be too deep. You don't need to get yourself involved. Like so many of us do today. We don't even have friends within the church. Amen. That would be surprising. You don't even have friends among the brethren in the church. Because you don't want to be deep. You don't want to go deep. Praise the Lord. My prayer today is the Lord will make you understand and give you the strength and you will go deep in him in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Because we want to associate with the glory of the world. We want our eye on the glory of the world. And because of that, we cannot turn our back to it. So we remain at the fence. In Matthew chapter 4 verse 8, Matthew 4, verse 8. Next, the devil took him to the peak of a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. And this is what the devil says, I will give it all to you, he said, if you will kneel down and worship me. 
Praise the Lord. That is what so many of us are clonging to that make us to say, no, don't let me go deep. Let me stay here so that I can feel the cold and at the same time, I will feel the warmth. But remember what the Word of God says in Revelation chapter 3, verse 15 and 16. Revelation chapter 3, verse 15 and 16. Praise the Lord. I know all the things you do, that you are neither hot nor cold. I wish that you were one of the other. But since you are like lukewarm water, neither hot nor cold, I will spew you out of my mouth. Praise the Lord. I will spew you out because you are neither hot nor cold. You have to decide. You have to stay in. You have to back whatever it is not you are not being part of. Don't show your side, but turn your back. Praise the Lord. That songwriter says, Bye bye, world. I follow Jesus. Bye bye, world. I follow Jesus. But today, we are sharing the world. We are sharing Jesus. And Jesus says, For such people, I will spill out. I will spill out. God forbid, in Jesus' name, none of us will be spilled out in the name of Jesus. But we need to do something. We need to turn our back completely, not to turn our side. We need to turn our back completely and follow him. Praise the Lord. Unwillingness to do the will of God. To so many of us, because, like I said earlier, what our environment has turned us, has, you know, has shaped us to be, we find it difficult to now change and follow the will of God. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Like, I have one uh, problem with taste. The taste with which I was brought up, whether it is bitter or sour or not sweet, that had been my taste. So any other type of taste that I came across later in the world, I only last for a few minutes with that taste, and I cannot stay with it. Praise the Lord. That is why if you give me an Indian recipe now, I will not be able to continue with you. You might be enjoying it. I will not be enjoying it because I was not brought up with it. That is what most of us have found ourselves in what? In, in, Christian, in Christendom. It's now very difficult. It is now very difficult to turn to that new life Christ has prescribed because of how we have been shaping. But it is something that we must do. Praise the Lord. We must completely turn our back from the world. We cannot be friend of the world and at the same time be friend of God. It is not possible. It is not possible. Praise the Lord. You see, what I'm saying might make you even a lonely person in the church. Might make you alone, being the only one alone. 
because your surrounding does not agree with the scriptures and you want to stay with the scripture, you might be alone. But don't worry. One with God is what? Is the, major, is the majority. Praise the Lord. Unwillingness to submit totally to the will of God. To the will of God. Like to some people, if you ask them to quote the scriptures, what they will only quote are all the blessings. Are all the blessings. If they open Deuteronomy chapter 28, they will quote from verse 1 to verse 13. But that verse 14, they will not go there. Praise the Lord. That is what they quote. You see, that aspect that might be a little inconvenience to them, they don't want to. They don't want to. Like Paul said, you know, he talked about being conformity to his death. Mm -mm. They, might, they, might, they might want to uh, align with, you know, uh, the, uh, the power of his resurrection because that power can do so many miracles in our lives. They want to stay by it. Okay? They want to stay by it. Let somebody shout hallelujah. But we must be willing. We must be willing. Praise the Lord. These days, we say Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior. Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior. But I will tell you, the only thing I see is He is my Savior. That aspect of He is my Lord is very scarce. That aspect is very scarce. Even among the children of God, that Jesus is their Lord is scarce. Because if Jesus is your Lord, it means everything about you is for what? It's for Jesus. Your time. Your pleasure. Everything about you is for Jesus. That you don't have a life of your own. That is what it means that Jesus is your Lord. You can bear me witness. To that. Today, we talk about our convenience against the will of God. We talk about, you know, our safety against the will of God. We talk about what belongs to us. I cannot let this go. But if Jesus is actually your Lord, you don't have a life of your own anymore. Paul said, the life that I live is what? Is Jesus. The life that I live now is Jesus. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Let us open our Bible to Matthew chapter 11, verse 30. Matthew eleven thirty. I'll start reading from verse 28. It says, Then Jesus said, Come to me, all of you, who are weary and carry heavy burden. I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you, because I am humble and gentle at heart, and you will find rest for your soul. For my yoke is easy to bear, and the burden I give you is light. For my yoke is easy to bear, 
And the burden I give you is light. Praise the Lord. Unwillingness to assert this light, even light burden, is keeping so many of us afloat. Even this light burden, there is, Jesus has mentioned it, no matter the scale of which it is measured, there is a burden. When you serve the Lord, there is a burden. But Jesus Christ describes this as light compared to what you are going to gain. Not because that it is not going to be there. The description is a comparison statement that it is light. It is light. To Jesus, his death on the cross of Calvary is light because the glory that he understood was awaiting him was great. So if Jesus says that my yoke, my burden is light, there is a burden which we must accept. Which we must accept. Praise the Lord. There is a level of pain that we must endure. We read about the story of Paul, Peter, how they, how they suffered. You know, Paul was describing that he received uh, 40 strokes, save one. How many times? Three times. Praise the Lord. They are like us. We are heading the same heaven. The same glory awaits us. Praise the Lord. Will you tell me 40 strokes? This kind of flesh tearing uh, strokes, they are light? They are not. They, he endured it. You know, I was singing a song with my wife yesterday talking about, you know, glorying in infirmity. Praise the Lord. That three times have I asked the Lord to remove the tongue from me. But Jesus Christ replied and said, my grace is enough for you. And locally we turned into a song that I prefer to glory in my what? In my infirmity. That burden is not light. We must understand that as we go into the Lord, we must go totally. We must go in totally with the fullness ready to obey every word that the Lord has spoken. Praise the Lord. Let somebody shout hallelujah. In Hosea chapter 4, verse 6, popular verse says, My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. The reason so many of us are floating is because we don't want to know more. We don't have the full knowledge. Praise the Lord. You know, to a child, notes, uh, paper is paper. Okay? If he's holding a 50 real note and holding a white paper, to, to him or her, there is a difference. But for the one who knows, 
For the one who knows, we prefer to let that white paper of no value go and take the one that is of a value. That is what God is expecting of us. To understand that this world that you see will be rolled away under a fervent heat like a scroll. Nothing will remain. Nothing will remain. We'll be rolled away. Nothing will remain. So if we know that everything that you are seeing here is not going to be everlasting, what kind of a man are we supposed to be? Are we supposed to pursue it with the whole of our strength and leave the one that will last forever? Is that what we are supposed to do? If we actually understand and believe that these words are yea and amen, it should be seen in the way we behave. It should be seen in our character that we are pursuing as a result of the knowledge of the word of God that we have. But if you ask me, it is not so. We still pursue, so many of us, up to 90% of our strength pursues these perishable things. Things that will not last. Praise the Lord. We need to go deeper in the knowledge of God. We need to be fed. We need to allow the word of God to, to change us. To change us. To remove us from that comfort. To that comfort zone we find ourselves. Or to remove us from that what environment has turned us into. We must allow the word. Let somebody shout hallelujah. If you are sleeping, you know my eyes is on you. So don't make attempt to close your eyes. Amen. If I don't see your eyes white, I know you are sleeping. Don't tell me you are meditating. I won't take that. Let somebody shout hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Acts, in the book of Acts of Apostles, chapter 17, verse 11. Acts of Apostles, chapter 17, verse 11. And the people of Berea were more open-minded than those in Thessalonica. And they listened eagerly to Paul's message. They searched the scripture day after day to see if Paul and Silas were teaching the truth. If Paul and Silas were teaching the truth, the search. Yes, the sermon is captivating, but we don't want to go with the eloquency of anybody's message. We want to be sure that what he's teaching is according to the scriptures. So they were described as more noble. They were described as more noble. Praise the Lord. In Psalm 119, verse 11. Psalm 119, verse 11. I have hidden your word in my heart that I may not sin against you. Your word have I hidden. If I sin, it means there is none of your word hidden in me. Because if your word is in me, 
your word will prevent me from sinning against you. This is what I'm saying, that if the word of God is in us, it must reflect in all, every aspect of our life. It must reflect in everything that we do. It will be the reason for everything that we, that we, that we allow in our lives. So we must, as children of God, go deep in the word of God. Today, it is easier. If you want to study the scriptures, there are so many commentaries. You, that you will just download into your phone. And at your spare time, you can begin to search and check everything that I've mentioned today. Let me check what this man said. Is it true? In what context was he preaching? Praise the Lord. And before you know it, before you know it, you begin to enjoy it. You don't want to stop. You want to wake up at night and search for a word that you have had and you want to have a deep meaning of it. Praise the Lord. Amen. So many people today, they are heed to deception. What they want to hear is that thing, that word that suits them. So because of that, they remain afloat. They remain afloat. I know what Jesus Christ says about those who remain afloat. Say, the wind, the rain will come. We do what? There will be a great destruction. But he that is founded on the rock is the one that will remain. That is to say, definitely there will be wind. Definitely there will be storm. But where the storm and wind meets you, determine what will happen next, after. Praise the Lord. Amen. In Genesis chapter 2, verse 17. Genesis 2, 17. But the Lord God warned him, You may freely eat the fruit of every tree in the garden, except the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. If you eat its fruit, you are sure to die. That is the word of God. You are sure to die. But in Genesis chapter 4, uh, 3 verse 4, the devil came to tell Eve that what God has said is not true. By saying, you won't die, the serpent replied to the woman. God knows that your eye will be open as soon as you eat it. You will be like God. That was the carrot that brought the cat or the rabbit out of the hole. You will be like God. Not that Eve did not believe what God said, but what God said had now been what? Had now been quoted. Like so many of us today. What is dragging us is no longer the word of God, but the quoting that have been placed on that word. We must be careful. We must be careful to know exactly 
what the world has said. A test was conducted and some few people were lined up and a message was given from behind. And it was, they were asked to pass the message one another, one another, till it gets to the person at the front. It was clear that what the first message was, at the time it goes to the last person, it was totally different. Praise the Lord. But if all the people have had the message from the same source, that differentiation will not have uh, taken place. Praise the Lord. That is why you as a child of God need to go back to the world daily. Need to go back to it daily. Meditate. That is why the world, the Bible says, meditate only day and night. The longer you stay out of the world, the possibility the enemy is able to coat the world and drag you with it. Let the original world be what you are carrying. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So many preachers these days. There is even one that called himself AK-47 preacher. You know, AK-47 preacher. You know, I had someone listening to it. I understood. This person is being taken by this kind of message because he or she is far from the original world. If the original world is what you feed yourself with, not what A or B says, you will be stable. Praise the Lord. Let somebody shout hallelujah. In 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 3 to 4. 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 3 to 4. For a time is coming when people will no longer listen to sound and wholesome teaching. They will follow their own desire and will look for teachers who will tell them whatever their eating ears wants to hear. Wherever, whatever their itching ears want to hear, they will reject the truth and chase after might. They will reject the truth. They want to hear only what they want to hear. They want to hear that word that tells them, don't worry. The time is not now. Praise the Lord. Don't worry. Enjoy yourself. The time is not now. That is the word they want to hear. Such people will remain afloat. Such people will remain afloat. Praise the Lord. How not to remain afloat? You must take all the word of God as an instruction and command, not advice. Every word of God that comes to you you must take it as what? As a command, not advice. A command, like we used to say in the military, obeyed what? The last command. Take the word as command, not advice. Like so many preachers, so many people are making us to understand today. You know, God is not that uh, wicked, God is loving. 
God is this, God is that. They preach it so clearly. But the aspect of God, which is a consuming fire, which is a consuming fire, you know, fire is the servant. It's a servant that don't care about what his master says. He is an illiterate. Fire divorce. You can only know where it started, but where it's going to end, you don't know. Our God is a consuming fire. If he says, don't close your eyes, I can see you. Amen. 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 Let somebody shout hallelujah. Amen. So our God is what? A consuming fire. Know that for sure. Know that for sure. In Psalm 119, verse 105, say, Your word is a lamp to guide my feet and a light for my path. Psalm 119, verse 105. He's a lamp to my feet and a guide to my path. If this GPS we use for navigation tells you to go right and you think it's an advice and you decide to go left, before you know it, instead of going to Rui, you will be going to Sib, and you will think you will get to your destination. It is not possible. So the word of God must what? Must be yea and amen. You must see that the word is a command and follow it exactly. Praise the Lord. When we look at men, we should not look at men and compare ourselves. Like one of the messages that I preach, you know, comparing ourselves to ourselves is not what? It's not wise. Amen. We must not compare. You must not say, oh, this is a man of God. He's doing it. That means it is right. It doesn't mean that the man of God is right. Go back to your scripture and check. This and this. This is what I saw this man doing. Can I do it? If the scriptures allow it, fine. But if the scripture does not allow it, stay away from it. Praise the Lord. Don't compare yourself. Don't compare yourself. Don't say, oh, after all, he only goes to church once a week. So also, me too, I will do. Praise the Lord. Always be in the presence of the Lord. Amen. Amen. In Second Peter chapter 3, 2 Peter chapter 3, verses uh, 9. First, Second Peter chapter 3, verses 9 and 10. The Lord isn't really being slow about his promises, as some people think. No, he is being patient for your sake. He does not want anyone to be destroyed, but want everyone to repent. But want everyone to repent. Yes, people are saying it all around us. 
Jesus is coming, Jesus is coming, Jesus is coming. 2,000 years has passed. When will Jesus come? Praise the Lord. The reason for this is because God does not want anyone to be destroyed. He wants everyone to be saved. Praise the Lord. So do not take God being tardy in responding to some cases and action as being denier or it will not happen. Like in Isaiah chapter 55, verse 11, makes us to understand no word of the Lord will go back to him void. It will surely do what? It will surely accomplish what pleases him. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. This word of God will surely come to pass. The word of God will surely come to pass. Wait for it. It will not tarry. Amen? It will surely come to pass. Any promise that the world has given, wait for it. Wait for it. It will surely come to pass. Praise the Lord. Amen. Fear God. Fear God. You will be able to go deeper and you will not be on the surface. Neither will you, your seat be at the fence. Amen? In Deuteronomy chapter 10, verse 12. Deuteronomy chapter 10, verse 12. Okay? Amen. Deuteronomy chapter 10, verse 12. Amen. Also ready to accept the light burden. That light burden Jesus has described, be ready to accept it. And be ready to endure it. Because there is much gain and profit that awaits you. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. The danger of being on the surface, of being shallow, there is the danger of great destruction. There is the danger of great destruction. Like the book of Revelation, chapter 3 says, I will spill you out of my mouth if you are neither hot nor cold. If you are neither here nor there, I will kick you out of my life. I will take your candlestick out of his position. That is the danger. May that not happen to any of us in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Let somebody shout hallelujah. In John chapter 10, verse 27. John 10, 27. John 10, 27. The danger is that you are on the fence or you are shallow. You are not of God. You are not of God. That is the danger. Because the Bible says, My sheep listen to my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. They listen to my voice. Being that shallow or being on the fence, you can't hear the voice of God. You can't hear what he's saying. You are far away from him. You are being distracted by the other side. So you will not be able to hear 
So when he calls, even when he calls you out of danger, you will not be able to hear because of the distraction. So my sheep listen to my voice, and I know, and they, I know them, and they follow me. Praise the Lord. Amen. If you are on the fence, your holiness is in doubt. Your holiness is in doubt. Because there are a lot of things that you are mingling, that you are fraternizing with, which is not the will of God. So your holiness will be in doubt. Second Corinthians chapter seven, Second Corinthians chapter seven, verse one. Because we have these promises, dear friends, let us cleanse ourselves from everything that can defile our body or spirit, and let us walk towards complete holiness because we fear God. Because we fear God. Anything that can defile our body. It is the one that is our defense that is able to be attracted. The one that is inside is not attracted by what is outside because it's completely in and the glory of the Lord covers him. Hebrews 12, verse 14. Hebrews 12, 14. Walk at living in peace with everyone and walk at living a holy life. For those who are not holy will not see the Lord. And finally, your strength will be small because you are not deep. Your root is shallow. Your strength will be small. Proverbs chapter 24, verse 10. When the day of trouble comes, you will not be able to stand because your strength is small. Let us rise up and begin to talk to God. Father, deeper in you. Help me, Lord, to grow deeper. Help me, Lord, to grow deeper in you. Continue to speak to God. Continue to talk to God. God, help me to be firmly rooted in you. It's only when the Spirit of God dwells in you that you can be firmly rooted. You need to surrender yourself. You need to release yourself. No sitting on the fence. You must belong to somewhere. You must belong. It's either you are inside or outside. Don't remain on the door. When you remain on the door, you can be swept away by the storm. So, brethren, you have heard the message. Have you made up of your mind where you want to belong to? Are you making that decision now? Why you continue to talk to God that God help me? I want to be firmly rooted in you, in your word. Talk to God, open your mouth and begin to tell God that, Lord, I've heard your word. I don't want to sit on the fence. Give me the Holy Spirit that will guide me and direct me that I'll be able to take the right decision. Are you ready to follow the instruction of God? Talk to God. Lord, I'm ready to follow your instruction. I want my root to be firmly rooted in you. 
I don't want my foundation to be on the sand. I want it to be on the rock. You need to take that decision. Because the word of God is yes and amen. It's going to hearken to your voice. Talk to God. God help me. Enough is enough. I don't want to belong there, belong here. I want to be with you. Every time I want to be with you. I want to be with you, Lord. Talk to God. Talk to God. Ask God because Matthew 6, 24 says, No one can serve two masters. You cannot belong there and I'll be here as well. Lord, it's either I serve you and I must serve you in the mighty name of Jesus. Speak to God. Lord, I want to serve you. I want to hate the world. I want to belong to you. I want to listen to you every time. When you call, I want to hear your voice. I want to differentiate your voice. Lord, help me in the mighty name of Jesus. Speak to God that, Lord, your word I've heard today shall guide me, shall lead me in the mighty name of Jesus. Blessed be your holy name, Lord. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Almighty God, we once again want to appreciate you for your word that we have heard today. Lord, we don't want to go astray. We want to live with you. We want to reign with you. We want to move with you. We want to belong to your side. Father, we are seeking your Holy Spirit. We are asking for your Holy Spirit. Let your Holy Spirit continue to guide us. Let it continue to direct our path. Let your word continue to be a light to our path in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, as many that have gone astray, bring them back to you in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, because you are our God. Your spirit shall continue to reign in our life. We pray for your son that you have used this day. Father, that you continue to grant him more anointing in the mighty name of Jesus. We can hear more from him in Jesus' name. Bless him, bless his family, bless his children, bless the work of his hand in the mighty name of Jesus. Bless the congregation as well in Jesus' name. Blessed be your holy name, Lord. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Before we share the grace... I want to pray for those that have traveled. They have gone safely. They shall return with testimony in the mighty name of Jesus. And as many of you that are planning to travel, that God Almighty will go ahead of you in Jesus' name. And you shall come back with testimony in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Almighty God. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Brethren, let's raise our voice and share the grace together in fellowship. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our life, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. God bless you. Do have a wonderful week ahead. Uh,